Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What happens when a dog actually catches a squirrel? I know, and I'll share it with you. Callie has been uh, demoted in her own family, and there's a new favorite child. And I think you might be setting up your holiday yard decor incorrectly. I'll explain. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update Packet. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Thursday, December 22nd. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Callie's reintroduction to daytime society. My name is Callie Dollar. Would you like to explain that at all? I think at this People point- People want us to embellish. I mean, like, embellish is a- It just, negative, it, but. it's the, the transition from you having to get up at four in the morning to getting up at seven in the morning, like a normal human, or I, I, technically you had to be at work at four in the morning. So you're getting up at three in the morning mm-hmm. and now you're able to get up at seven ish between six thirty and seven thirty, and be normal. And I'm just, I'm gr- grateful that we just get to like last night we had a last night a, was awesome. We had a dozen Christmas cookies to decorate. So we did it at 10 PM and we had, uh, we watched a movie with Ellie in bed. Yeah. Then we caught up partially on white Lotus and like had some wine in bed in our bed. We stayed up, you know, we were still like in bed by 10, but it was amazing. Like, Oh my gosh, it's like a whole new life. I honestly feel like a new person. And the thing that really touched me, um, was that you said to me yesterday, you said, I'm really glad I got my best friend back and I'm glad that you feel that way. It's so sweet. You missed me. I was talking about Lily. She had gone downstairs and she came back up. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for your sense of humor, even when you really irritate me. And I'm glad that our, you're able to de-escalate me in your own weird way, as opposed to like contribute to my anxiety slash annoyance slash whatever. Like I, as we're recording this, I'm like on edge today, really hyper irritated at every little thing. And then Jeff, his way of like, Jeff likes to push my buttons when he knows I'm irritated about something. So, um, he has been, he knows that I'm like really anxious about getting recorded and then getting a huge to do list done today. And so he's been doing everything he can to make it go slower and laughing at me. (laughs) Well, I and this is this has been scientifically analyzed years ago by one of the radio consultants I worked with that my sense of I because I am able to point out the absurdity of stress causing situations in a way that makes people clearly know that I'm joking makes 
creates a sense of comfort or something like that. I don't know. I have it written down somewhere, but it was basically. Uh, is that for real? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Because I used to do it on the radio. So if if somebody came in and they said, or if, if somebody made a remark about something they didn't like about their physical appearance and it was ridiculous, you know, if, a, if, if, uh, one of our 20 year old interns came in and was complaining about looking old that day, then for the next 48 hours, you'd be like, Oh, is I, it cause you look like a grandma? Right. I point out, when, when did, did you get that shirt? Is that vintage? Or, you know what I mean? And you just point out the ridiculous to it, but I'm able to, they, they uh, analyze that I'm able to do it in a way that disarms people or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I would have to go look it up. So, but it works really well with you because sometimes <laughs> you get like, you'll just come in the room and you'll just be so dejected because you know, uh, whatever you, 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 oh my gosh, the day I'm already running late. But you're only seven minutes late. Mm -hmm. So for 24 hours, I point out, it's only seven minutes late. So anyways, I only put- I, It irritates me, but I'm grateful for it because it could easily be something where if I had married someone that was really easily agitated also, that things like that would escalate and turn into fights, but you just push my buttons until it's totally de-escalated and it annoys me in the moment, but I'm grateful for it overall. The only reason, by the way, that I brought that whole thing thing up, which sounds really disjointed and self-serving is, I don't think it's self-serving at all. I think it's interesting. Oh, okay. It's cause I was looking for something in my email mm -hmm. and I did a Google, you know, email search, all yeah. emails, Gmail, and that consultant's name came up and it was really one of the only valuable or interesting things that, that I got from the experience working with that guy. And so I've, it was just top of mind and I had it in the back of my mind. I'm like, I should talk about that on the show. Yeah. Because it's, you know, I, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, so it definitely I'll just, I'll just awkwardly insert it there. So there you go. I had actually thought that was very smooth. I'm impressed oh, that you okay. had that as like a topic and you weaved it in. Okay. I went to. Smooth like peanut butter. Smooth like peanut butter. Peanut butter. So, um, Ellie peanut and I butter. had some free time earlier this week and we went Really? To I thought you were so busy. Oh no, we were running out of time. When are we going to record? How do we have free time? Sorry. I'm done. Okay. Um, you probably want to pick up those cues a little faster because we need to move this show along. <laughs> you are. This, this is what going. living with him is like. This is. Uh. All right. That's a great story. Here are your three random things. <laughs> um, so close. Where was I go? Oh, okay. So Ellie and I had some time to kill the other day. So I said to my parents, like, hey, do you guys want to have breakfast? And they interpreted, there was a miscommunication, but basically I was like, Ellie and I have to be out of the house for a couple hours. Like, you know, Jeff has to work, whatever. Do you guys want to have breakfast with me? And then we got sidetracked and did some other conversations. So I show up to my parents with Ellie and they're like, where's Jeff? And I was like, um, he's working. So we had a little miscommunication, but they were kind of giggling because they were like, wow, we made this whole big breakfast 
And they pulled out the Christmas china. They set the table. They did. So I'm like, okay. Oh, y'all, y'all, you didn't eat in the dining room, did you? No, we did okay. not eat. It did not go that far. But they had pulled out like the Christmas, you know, my grandmother's Christmas plates and stuff like that. Yeah. And they had set up like my dad is super into biscuits right now, like trying to find the best biscuits you can make at home. And so he had like a biscuit bar kind of set up with like all these accoutrements and all of these things. And they were so disappointed when you weren't there that I was like almost offended. I'm like, hi, um, I'm here, your firstborn child. Oh, and with your firstborn grandchild and you just want to know where Jeff Dollar is and you made the whole thing because Jeff was coming. Did you tell them how much Ellie enjoyed the canned biscuits we had made recently with that? Cause that would have, she, she was, a, I wasn't expecting her to be a fan of biscuits as much as she was, but she loved biscuits. With What's not to like about biscuits? I don't know. She just, she, she's two. So she, yeah, but she just gets fixated on yogurt, yogurt or strawberries or yeah. Pineapple is a fairly new one or mm-hmm. what, you know, whatever, uh, pizza. And she just, she could not get enough biscuits with strawberry jam. Um, no, I did not tell them that, but I was just focused on the disappointment that they felt when you weren't coming to their home. And like, did they put on a show for you all the time? Like, that's impressive. You're VIP over there. Yeah, I'm shocked that the good china was out because normally when I go over on Mondays to drop Ellie off, like we have a quit, we have a couple of mimosas usually, <laughs> and um, always the silver's always out. Mm-hmm. That's why I have to text them when I'm on my way over because your mom's usually polishing mm-hmm. the the holiday silver, mm-hmm. you know, um, just because you're gonna walk in the door and drop Ellie off. Yeah, and then your yeah. da- your dad's um, got the big orange juice press, you know, and he. <laughs> Usually, I don't know when he leaves, but he drives to Florida mm-hmm. to get fresh oranges. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's just a typical. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, there's the omelet stage, the guy making the omelets. Mm-hmm. There's that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the reason that I was not at that breakfast is because Sadie had her checkup, which is not a yearly checkup. Doesn't she go every six months now because she's lumpy? She goes every six months because she's beagle lumpy, which beagles just get. All sorts of little they get lumps bumps. when they get old. Yeah, and most oh. of them are non-cancerous, and we test them. But they're basically their attitude is the vet's attitude is like, eh, if it's not hurting her or causing her discomfort, don't put her through surgery. Like you got to put her under. But, she's old. Just don't do it. So she's a, she's a bit lumpy. But they do. She goes in every six months for um, because they want to just check to see if there are any new or fast growing lumps. So that might be cancerous. That or might, be, might be cancerous. And this last visit was her first visit since she was, since Callie felt that she was weight shamed and almost mocked for her weight gain. I was 100% mocked about Sadie's weight. I mean, Sadie did gain a lot of weight. Oh, I was talking about Sadie being mocked, but you felt like they were mocking you. They were mocking me. They were definitely mocking Sadie, but they were pushing it off on me. Like the woman said to me, and we love our vet's office, by the way. So like, you know, this may have just been like a bad day or she was just on her fifth person that lets their toddler feed their dogs and was like, oh my gosh, people be responsible. But Sadie gained 20 pounds, right? So she's 20 pounds heavier than she's supposed to be, which is a lot for a small dog. 
And when I went in there, they're like, well, what's her diet like? What's her thing? I'm like, well, we feed her at the same time as our other dog. Um, but I can try to like cut Sadie's down maybe. And, you know, I had Ellie in my arms when Sadie was at the appointment and the woman's like, well, does she eat snacks? Like, do you think your kid is feeding her snacks? I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, she cleans up the floor because this is, is at the point where Ellie had more like um, dirty food. And when she wasn't eating neatly, she was like, there's like food everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, she cleans up, you know, like the applesauce. I, off I, don't, the floor. I don't think there's a house in the country that has children and dogs where the dogs don't position themselves around, under the baby around the high chair right at, at mealtime so so Sadie was getting the scraps but what we discovered no but what's the end of the story is oh, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like Sorry. oh well that wouldn't be a lot in my house and I was like That's right I forgot about okay that. I you know like I have a little kid I you know, I'm doing the best I can lady. I'm sorry that my beagle is a little overweight, but then I was like, Jeff, we got to get Sadie on a plan. We got to get her to lose weight. We are getting into shape. But that's also insulting too, because Ellie eats pretty, pretty healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, other than, than I think her least healthy meal is pizza night when we we do pizza. But other than that, if the dogs are getting anything, it's a sweet potato tot. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, strawberry, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Carrot. So it's kind of rude thinking that. Well, anyway. anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, so she is, uh, down again. So that was the very first appointment there. That was, I think two appointments ago, the next appointment, she had lost some weight. Um, she is now down a total of uh, I think I did the math in my head over 13 pounds. Yay! Since that one. And I think that, you know what? It's not, nothing's really changed about her eating Ellie scraps or anything. I think we just realized how much of Lily's food Sadie was eating. That so and Sadie, we, if, when the bowls were next to each other, Sadie would take three or four bites out of Lily's bowl before starting on her own. Then Lily would wander up and she wouldn't. She Lily's a grazer. She would eat a few bites, then go make a lap around the kitchen, have some water, see what Ellie's doing, come back, have some more bites, take a nap. And so every time Sadie would walk by, it, it's she, she would, would take, gra- grab herself a little snack. Yeah. So we've separated the bowls and then we pick up Lily's. And I feed her less. After mealtime. Did you know that? Well, we were both feeding her less for a while, but we were. I'm still feeding her less. Oh, okay. But the other sad thing is like we have to, well, not another sad thing, but another like milestone in Sadie's life and Lily's life is they are now both senior dogs and we are switching to senior dog food in our house. Yeah. So sad. We haven't had, I haven't had senior dog food in my house ever. Well, Blair probably could have had senior dog food, but we were unsure. We didn't know. She, we didn't know how old she was. She was like a true mutt rescue, have zero clue how old she is, have zero clue what her story is. We just. The vet said she was nine or something. And then we went along with that because she had a white muzzle. But the Humane Lil- Society said she was 11. Oh, not the vet. Yeah. The, the vet said she was nine. The vet said she was nine. And we kind of went along with both of those because she had a white muzzle. And the rest of her was jet black. And I remember my dad saying, she's not that old. The white muzzle doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't, that's not 
indicative of, of, of age, I think she's younger than that. Cause she would act like a puppy. Yeah. Like we'd take her out in the morning up on the, on the lake and, and my parents would see her get on the beaches, you know, of the islands and like run back and forth and chase Sadie Yeah, or chase tennis balls out back. And I remember my dad saying, Oh shit, she's not that old. And then sure enough, Lily's muzzle turned white when she was four. Yeah. So I think political. Anywho, uh, this is the show of tangents. It's fine. It's a holiday week. There are, I've never seen these before, but there are now an abundance of these nativity scenes for people's front yards as, as holiday decor that are white, that are cutouts of, I think it's just Mary and Joseph with the manger mm-hmm. in between and then a star above. Okay. And it's kind of got a roof on it. So it, you can tell it's a manger. manger yeah. It's a little art deco-y. Okay. And I've, uh, the only reason I've noticed it is because th- I've never seen that style before. Mm-hmm. And this year I feel like I've seen 10 of them mm-hmm. just in the couple miles around our house where we travel frequently. And uh, only one – and I saw one of them who I think is displaying theirs – properly i think everybody else might be doing theirs wrong why do you is there a wrong way to do a nativity well from the front you kind of have to look at it for a minute like if you you see the star right and because of the holiday season you can context clues you're like oh star north star north star and then if you look at it for a second you're like oh there's mary there's joseph there's a manger i bet jesus is in there merry christmas Mm -hmm. um but I don't know if this person just figured this out or if this is the way it's supposed to be displayed, but I drove past one of the houses that was, um, that had one set up and that it was, it almost had looked, looked like it had fallen forward and they had a light underneath it and the shadow that the scene made became a full-size, larger-than-life, eight-foot-tall, kneeling Mary. Whoa. Manger that you could, you know, comfortably fit four hum- adult humans yeah. in. Uh, North Star that was incredible, shining down the driveway and on the garage door of the house. Mm. So I w- wonder if this is actually that's actually how it's supposed to be displayed, or if that person's just really creative, right? And like they're probably like a lighting director at the news station or something like that. <laughs> but that was I I that was I thought that was cool. That's all. That's the end of that story. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What do elves post on social media? Elfies. (laughs) Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. I don't know if this is going on all over the country, but every neighborhood in Atlanta is complaining about their 
garbage pickup. The the barrels go out on Tuesday for a Tuesday pickup, but then everybody gets the alert from the company that it's not coming till Wednesday or even Thursday. And now we got a street full of garbage. I know it's a first world problem, but it makes me aware of just how much trash is generated. Lomi is a device that lives in your house. Ours is in the garage and it turns your food scraps into dirt with the push of a button. It's basically a countertop electric composter. It takes less than four hours. There is no smell. And basically you are turning leftover orange peels or whatever, any food garbage. It's turning your trash into dirt that you then put in your planters and there you'll have noticeably less garbage. So you are uh, giving something your neighbors, giving your neighbors something to smile about because they don't have to look at your trash for two days, but you're also making a positive environmental impact just by cleaning up after dinner. Head to Lomi.com, that's L-O-M-I.com slash upside and use the promo code upside, you'll get $50 off. Go to L-O-M-I.com slash upside and use promo code upside at checkout. One thing that's always at the top of my to-do list is to somehow record family stories from all the generations of my family. It always seemed like such a daunting task until we were introduced to StoryWorth, and now I am so excited to share them with you. This holiday season is in full swing, and StoryWorth truly is the perfect gift. When you sign up for StoryWorth, you can choose the date you want to have the subscription set so it won't spoil the surprise. Each week, StoryWorth will email a thought-provoking question question to the recipient with questions that you pre-chosen from an extensive list of options. So there are questions like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? After a year of the person you love answering questions, StoryWorth compiles all of their answers and makes them into a book. You can order as many copies as you want, and you can choose to add photos. I gifted a subscription to my dad a few years ago. What I love the most is that our kids will have those stories, and truly, the questions are things I would have never thought to ask on my own. With StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love a most thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to StoryWorth.com slash upside and save $10 on your first purchase. That's StoryWorth.com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is 75% of workers have had an office romance. Jeff Dollar, have you ever had an office romance? Office romance, does that, because my mind immediately went to a fling, like those two Good Morning America anchors. Or could it just be dating somebody that you work with? It could be either. Okay. Have you ever hooked up with someone that you work with? Um, I mean, actually, yes. Yep, I have. When? Forever ago. Tell us a scoop. Give us the scoop. It was just a, I worked at a radio station in Boston. I mean, it was tw- 25 years ago, maybe. Did wow. everyone know? It wasn't or was it like secret or did you guys? No, we just, we dated for like a month. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't, 
There's no scam. I love like the guy end of the story. It's like, I would rather get her side of the story. She'd be like, okay, so we hooked up twice. And then Jeff's just like, yeah, we did it for like a month. And yeah. Do people know? I don't know. Do people, were people interested? I don't know. Mine was like a bigger deal. I think. Okay. I had one where it wasn't like an office cause I've never worked. Usually my office quote unquote, the only two places that I've worked, um, since I graduated from college have all been like with the same five people. So that would be kind of weird, but there was someone like that we worked with all the time. And I actually went to my boss to get permission oh, you to did? date this person. Yeah. Cause I was like, Hey, so this is really, and I'll never forget it, but I was like, Hey, this is kind of weird. I know this guy kind of works with us and we want to start dating. Um, but I just want to make sure that that's okay with you and that it's not going to Lily. The dogs do not like it. We should play a game called what are they barking at when they bark during the show? Right. Is it a golden doodle across the street, which is a popular one? Actually, the game should be how far away is what are they barking at? Yeah. Like, is it uh, across the street and, you know, they can barely see something moving, but they kind of see it out of the corner of their eye. Yeah. Anywho. Um, yeah. So I sat down with my boss and I was like, is this okay? And he was like, yeah, I need you to like make sure it's okay with one more person who works directly with them. Um, and then we wound up dating for a couple of months and then it was like, you know, but yeah. And how was the breakup? The breakup? I kind of don't remember. Oh wait, he- is this the dude who ended up hooking up with your friend? Um, yeah, I'm not totally sure about that. Like we were never exclusive, so we kind of just like trailed off and stopped talking, but I, after you hooked up with your friend, I don't know that for sure. Cause they both told me, they're like, no, oh my gosh, we can't believe that you would think that we did that. And we weren't exclusive or anything, but my friend exclusivity still so true. It it was crappy. And I was like, I was, they still like to this day or like, you know. I think I brought it up as a joke like five years ago and they're like, Oh no. If you brought it up as a joke and one or both of them was still sensitive about it, then it's true. Um, I can't remember how they reacted. About it. I was just expecting, Oh yeah, it's been 10 years uh, or 15 years now. So yeah. we can talk about it and we can all joke about it. But if they can't, what my point is, if they, if they were unable to joke about it, then it's a hundred percent true. They could joke about it, but they were still like, yeah, we never hooked up. Oh, but like, you're just, you know, kind of crazy. But I think the fact that I didn't shed a tear over any of that says a lot about how I felt about that relationship. Like he may or may not have hooked up with my best friend at the time. And I didn't even care. So it was your best friend. Oh yeah. It was like my bestie bestie, which yeah. I mean, shady. We're not besties anymore, but yeah. But you're still friends, right? Yeah. We're still friends. We're on really good terms now. I think it was like, you know, It was 20 year old stuff. Uh, People who are your second random thing is people who are traveling to spend the holidays with family uh, can only tolerate them for about four hours. According to research, Uh, (laughs) the exact the exact time is three hours and 54 minutes. Uh, Top concerns. Oh, okay, Sorry. This is for people who are traveling to spend holidays with family and are staying with family. Okay, so by hour four, you're like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, top concerns include a lack of privacy, relatives getting on your nerves and dealing with family drama. I feel like that's really short. Yeah. 
I feel like a couple days is like the norm. I was talking about to one of my friends about that and they're like, you know what? I love my family, love them so much, enjoy hanging with them. They live in like Texas or something. He lives in Georgia and he's like, but three days is my max. So every time I book a trip, I book it knowing what my like emotional cutoff is. So every time I leave, I'm excited to come back. I think five days would make me now want to come back. I mean, I don't know who did this research and, and I, I, or how to find past year's research. But if I was to guess, I would think that that number is lower now than it was five or 10 years ago, just because of the, the world, the past five years and all of the, um, divisive, is that the right word? Decis mm -hmm. Divisive stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, that have just put people on team A or team B, you know, a multitude of things, politics and, and COVID related stuff and whatnot. And I think that has just lowered everybody's tolerance for everyone, sadly, but maybe it'll, hopefully it'll start to come back. Uh, and your third Brandon. And, and we'll get up to five whole hours together. Before five her. hours before you get annoyed with your family members. Um, and your third random thing is Wiley Coyote once actually did catch the Roadrunner. What? Did you know that? Yeah. There was an episode called Soup or Sonic and um, Wiley Coyote catches his arch nemesis. Then he holds up a sign to the audience that says, okay, wise guys, what do I do now? That's funny because I used to have a dog who... Uh, was uh, would love to chase squirrels mm -hmm. and actually caught up to one once and the same exact thing happened. Like, okay, I don't know what to do now. The, would go, we take the dog off, off her leash and she would just go flying across the park at 100 miles an hour at the squirrels, but the squirrels would always see her coming and jump up in a tree. And yeah, then, you know. yeah. Um, and it was fun. Well, one time the squirrel did not see the dog coming and didn't jump out of the way. And the dog literally ran over the squirrel. Like the squirrel got all tangled up and came like <laughs> spitting out the back end. The squirrel's sitting there dazed and confused. What happened? And then the dog's looking at the squirrel going, what? Oh, I actually got it. I, I touched it. I touched it. Now what do I do? And by the time the dog figured out what to do, the squirrel had regained its bearings. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. I am really excited about tomorrow's show because it is our last show of the year. But what I'm excited about is that I am going to, and I don't even think you remember what these are, Jeff, but I have our words of the year ready to go from what we did in 2021 coming into 2022. And we're going to talk about our words of the year. We're going to tell our words for 2023. Is it 2020? Yeah, 2023. Yeah. And I just love the reflection and love seeing because when you make these words, you're very clearly at a certain point. Right. And it's always fun to see at the end of the year, like what you were concerned about at the beginning of the year, yeah. you know? So I think it's cool and I'm excited and we will reflect on 2023 on tomorrow's show, our last show of the year. Wasn't, oh no, that's two years ago. I don't know, time doesn't exist the past couple What years. was your- I was gonna say, wasn't 20, was 2022 the year or was it 2021 that everybody came into and they're like, okay, everything's gonna be okay now. It was 2020 because was the year it was, everybody's word was um, clarity. Remember, cause 2020 vision. Right, but then wasn't it going into 2021? Everybody's like, okay, we're, we got the 2020 behind us. And then 2021 was cast. Is that what I'm remembering correctly? I don't know. 
I don't remember either. I just want to know how they're going to make 2023 glasses that everybody wears on New Year's Eve. Do they lose the loops of the twos? Do you think? Two. Oh. Yeah, it'll be the loops of the twos will be where the eyes go, right? I don't know. We'll have to see. Stay tuned tomorrow on The Upside. The things that make you happy, go to those things. Like right now. What are you waiting for? Go!